Hey, who doesn't like a cold beer every now and then? We all have our favorites. There's ales, stouts, lagers, porters. Now the latest craze is ready-to-drink cocktails and seltzers. How do you make sense of it all? Well, it's a good thing we have the gurus from Ketsuf Brothers to sort it all out. Sit back, relax, eavesdrop for a bit as we talk about the latest beers, seltzers, cocktails, and the best local events that need to be on your calendar. You ready? Let's get to it. All right, we are on the Zoom call, and it's not because the weather isn't nice, because it is absolutely beautiful, but it's just that schedules didn't work, and I guess that's one of the good things of COVID. But we are here with Cassie, Lauren, and Bill from Catsif Brothers. How are you guys doing? Good, thanks, John. Hey, John. I tell you, yesterday, Governor Hogan sort of set us all free. Um, the state of emergency is officially ending, so that's uh, that's some good things for in the COVID front. Anyhow, as things get back to normal, I mean, I've been really nice spring to be able to see everybody uh, get outside and be a little bit less uh, puckered up about quick. I need to cross the street and avoid you at all costs and everything else. So it's really nice to get back into the swing of things. And certainly um, we're looking to do it too as well. The restaurants, they're having a tough time hiring. They can't keep up with the people. And um, so I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's, uh, you know, we need to get out there again and start our lives. Well, I think yeah, it's probably a little bit of both, you know, it's That's exciting true. to be able to go back though into the haunt premise and like walk in. It's crazy to just go and walk into a bar now. Like I feel strange, right? You feel strange, like walking into a bar and going and sitting on a patio or sitting inside and like not having a mask on. It's, it's a really, it's crazy to think or, it's been or- this long, but. Well, I've, I've gone to the dark horse a couple of times and they used to have the big uh, masking tape X's on the bar on the bar top so you couldn't sit next to somebody and now you can. So it's kind of cool. You know? I gotta be honest, being, being introverted, I kind of miss it because I don't like people in general. So for me, it's, it's all, it was awesome, you know, cause I, I just stay away from you. you well, know? People don't like you in general too. So that, yeah, that works out. It's a very symbiotic relationship. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's going to be a little bit difficult for the Annapolis restaurants, I think, because uh, County Executive Pittman turned around and extended the outdoor dining through, I think, November 1st or 3rd or something like that. But the city tied their things, the outdoor dining and the recovery zones, to the governor's order. So their recovery zones are all going down at the end of July. So the restaurants that are serving out in the park, in, in the parking lots and in the uh, – well, not the parking lots, but in the streets and on the sidewalks will have to bring inside. I mean, they are full capacity, but that was a really nice little boon to – able to let the bars and the restaurants try to make up a little bit of what they lost last year. So yeah. especially a good time with cicada season, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and you know, as things are getting back to normal, you got the Thursday night concert series at the Annapolis Maritime Museum. They're kicking up again. Uh, actually it's kicking up tomorrow. We're recording this on the 16th. I think it is. Um, and that they're kicking up tomorrow. So that's with Sweet Lita's going to be playing. And that's every Thursday night at the Annapolis Maritime Museum in Eastport. And that's always a lot of fun. Lots I, of Blue Point to go around. So there'll be Blue Point Toasted Lager and Summer available as well as your Bud Light, John. You are, you are the, well, you've got to always have my Bud Light, but you guys are the official uh, beverage sponsor of the Annapolis Maritime Museum, right? Maybe yeah. not, maybe not officially, but really kind of are. We've been partners for a number of years, so we're always excited when their events um, happen. So we're specifically excited for this one. Uh, it's been a while, and uh, tomorrow should be beautiful. It, it really should. How it's- many years has it been, Cassie, that Blue Point's been uh, sponsoring this? It's been a bit, right? 
we've been with the museum for longer than I've been here. So I want to say seven or eight years for Blue Point. Yeah, which is awesome. It's such a good, uh, they do such a great job with those concerts and the venue is awesome and it's exciting to have those back. You know, you can't really beat that though. You're sitting there right along the shores of Back Creek. It's just a chill night. You bring your chair, you bring your blanket. Uh, it doesn't cost anything, but they do ask for a donation of like 20 bucks to get in. There's usually a food truck or two hanging by, lots of beer. And and the neighborhood is just really great. It's It's a really cool little vibe there. So if you don't have anything to do on any Thursday night this summer, head on over to the Eastport campus of the Annapolis Maritime Museum. And then they probably will be doing, I haven't heard the official announcement, but they do the uh, Sunset Summer Series in the fall over at the other campus, which is off of Edgewood Road. Both of those are just a really great time there. Maryland Hall's coming out with some big things too. I just saw that yesterday. They've got... Um, front Sears Concert Series. So they're kicking off their Front Sears Concerts um, with various acts. And I believe some of those being uh, Ram's Head. Right. Well, actually, I think now with the releasing the thing, these are going to go inside. And okay. this is Tower of Power, Marshall Tucker Band. Marshall and, Tucker. Yeah. These, I believe, are going to be inside. And I know that Marilyn Hall has been trying to get things back inside. So that's going to be really exciting. I'm glad to see that Ramshead was bringing some of those. You know, and then Annapolis is pulling all the stops out. And uh, I've got to hand it to the mayor, but he sort of thought that the 4th of July would be this big coming back from COVID. And with Governor Hogan lifting the state of emergency on the first and everything else. He really timed that really well. But that's going to be a big three-day weekend celebration. Starts on Friday. The, and they've got tall ships coming in from Baltimore. They've got dinner under the stars. They've got concerts all over town, little tiny pop-up concerts. Maryland Hall has a whole bunch of stuff going on there as well. And I know they've got a parade on Saturday at 10.30 a.m. Again, more concerts and history and everything all around town. They've got salsa at City Dock, and that would be the dancing, not the food, on Saturday. Dinner Under the Stars again on Saturday, and then on Sunday night, it's the big fireworks with a lot of entertainment down on City Dock starting at 6.30 with uh, with the jazz trio, and then the um, the Navy Band will be playing before the fireworks. So that's um, really a lot of fun for the 4th of July, and it'll be great to get everybody out there and hopping around and everything else as well. And then we've got a festival, a true-on festival coming on a couple of weeks later with the Let's Go Fest in the fairgrounds on July 16th and 17th, right? Yeah. So I was just going to go back to the 4th of July weekend, all those activities outdoors pairs really well with beverages and beer. Uh, of course, Budweiser came out with their patriotic packs, with, which supports Folds of Honor. So um, definitely get out there and, and support the Bud. We need to talk about Folds of Honor again. We need to talk, talk, we need to get Rocky on again and talk about him. He's a fascinating guy. Yeah, and I would say for the craft side of things, too, I mean, uh, you know, Victory, which is the name right there alone. But you have the Liberty Bell Ringer, you know. I mean, that's a great one for the fourth, and uh, that's a double IPA that's out now. So, there's, you know, I, yeah, they celebrate that every year. Now it's available in four, six, twelve cans, which uh, they they played with the configuration throughout the years. But it's uh, I think it'll do well this year. You, are you guys bringing beer to the Let's Go Fest? We are. It will be led by Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. We're going to... Uh, Add in a little mango cart uh, draft from Golden Road, um, as well as Goose IPA. So kind of touching every palette there. We'll have package and draft, but it should be a great weekend, I believe. John's expecting about 10,000 people. Um, 90s band. So it's taking me back to my my high school years. <laughs> maybe not high school, maybe more like middle school, but um, super excited for that weekend. It should be gorgeous. Yeah, we're going to come out, come out hard. 
That is. That's July 16th and 17th up at the fairgrounds, and it's called the Let's Go Fest, and it's uh, headlined by Sugar Ray, Smash Mouth, and the Gin Blossoms. And, of course, we've got a bunch of local favorites as well, Dublin Five, Dan Haas, Jawworks, Misspent Youth, uh, and there's a DJ that's going to be playing the whole whole time around. So it's uh, it'll, it'll be a good good festival at the fairgrounds July 16th to the 17th. And it's kind of cool to see the festivals coming back. I mean, I don't see anybody taking this huge, deep, plunge and okay we're going to do this mega fest so they're trying to figure it out and see what they need to do to make sure people uh obviously they're keeping them safe but they want to make sure that the people are comfortable with wherever they are i know the wing fest was there and then they've got uh i think they had a hip-hop fest a little bit before the wing fest and then this let's go fest so it's it's good to see them coming back we're going to miss a couple this year i know the kegs and corks is not happening this year but they are planning uh already for 2022 it's good to see these festivals come back and and i I keep saying hopefully back to normal so it's it is a good thing and there's been uh lots of new new products coming our way too so new festivals you know cassie i'm tired of talking about this we got to get back to where like you guys give me stuff like give me beer to taste, you know, as opposed to having to having to talk about it and tease me well, on no, here. We know you like old beer, so you know, yeah, old old, old, old skunky beer that's been sitting in my refrigerator for years. Well, and I think sometimes this pro- some of the newer like fun products come in and out so quickly that it's sometimes hard for us to even get our hands on. I just got a text really? message literally from a friend of mine uh, showing me the Bud Light Seltzer uh, Retro Summer Pack. With the limeade. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. How can they do a, a retro Bud Light seltzer? Yeah, it looks amazing. I'm like, man, I need to try those. I haven't even tried mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bud Light, Bud Light seltzer is not old enough to even be retro. Well, how, how does that happen? There's so much out there, man. Like, so I would say this from, from Trogues, they have their la- raspberry lime tart, which is a sour goza, uh, doing pretty well right now. Uh, we have the Nimble Giant that just came out from them, which is a double IPA. There's just so much to talk about. They have Victory just came out with the new Wave Seltzer 12. Uh, it's a mix pack of 12 cans. Wow. Bold Rock has a Lemonade Porch Pack. They have a Lemonade Seltzer variety pack. So, I mean, we can keep going down for no- another 30 minutes. But, yeah, a lot of innovation, a lot of uh, good stuff coming out from all the craft brands, too. You know? Well, I know last summer the smashes from Devil's Backbone were the drink of the year, I guess it was. It was the Orange Smash and... And whatnot. What's the in the summer before that? It was Natterdays, I think. Um, but what's what is the drink for twenty one? That's a hard one, man. I would say anything from cut the Cutwater uh, RTDs are just unfuego. They're anything RTD, anything mm-hmm. seltzer. Agreed. We just got a new RTD in house called the Island District, which um, we have two flavors, which is a tequila and a vodka. The tequila is uh, aloe water and uh, honey, and the vodka is coconut water with guava and lime. So those are really interesting. 5% alcohol piece. Um, they're gluten-free. They're all natural. They contain electrolytes. So you can recover your thirst as you get hammered. Who's that from? That is from the Island District. So um, they're they're new. Um, they're coming from up north in uh, New Hampshire, I'm pretty sure, I think is where they come from. But yeah. Stuff. Are you are you finding that there's a lot of new breweries and microbreweries and distilleries and stuff like that that are just popping up all over the country that are looking for distribution and stuff like that? Is that yes, yes? Actually, funny that you mentioned that because every day it's like I oh. see I see two or three emails about like you know distribution and stuff like that. So I think at a certain point, um, it's just it's you know it'll be interesting to see the growth going forward now that we're out of COVID. You know, 
I'd be curious to see whether it's how, how sustainable it is. I mean, I think it's so cool that you've got like these little microbreweries and whatnot that are working all pretty much all. Well, you look in, look in Maryland. I mean, you've got Forward Brewing in Eastern or in Eastport. You've got, uh, you know, some of the distilleries out there on Kent Island and whatnot. And they're great for the local community and stuff. But I don't know, you know, in the long run, what, what the viability is. It'll be interesting to see whether that's, you know, you get a bar and that's like your bar. That's your, right. that's your pub. I go there. Um, I don't know that I have a a specific spirit or beverage. I, I hope that everybody can make it. I, but my mother-in-law, you know, to kind of equate it, she was in town from Jersey. And to make it short, she goes, yeah, you know, this little sandwich shop opened up the street for me. And she goes, it's okay. The sandwiches are okay. She goes, but they have like a little deli and they do like milk and stuff. And I said, okay. So I said, do you, uh, so you don't like the sandwiches? Do you ever go in there frequent and buy any milk or cheese? No. And I'm like, so it'll go out of business. Is that right. what you're saying? So, you know, I, the point is, is that, yeah, it's great that we have all this stuff, but the frequency of how much there are people going for them, I think is a big, is a big thing, you know? And with saturation, obviously that's a piece of the pie that, you know, gets expanded. So it'll be interesting. Too. Well, yeah, the secret is obviously getting the, uh, getting the hook in the, in the consumer that really likes, likes the product. I mean, I would certainly think that Cutwater has done a, a hell of a job with the, uh, with the RTDs. I mean, you know, you've got, they introduce a new one and it's like, oh yeah, I've, I've got to try that regardless of what it tastes like or what it, you know, what, what you think it may taste like or anything like that, just because of your experience that you've had with Cutwater so far with their ready to drinks, you're out there saying, oh, I, I absolutely need to try that new, whatever it may be. I think unequivocally, they've done probably the best job with RTDs. I mean, I, they, they're in sports venues. They, they, they've really done a good job planting their, you know, their brand and um, better than anyone else I've seen. If anyone else wants to talk upon it, I, I, that, but I've seen them everywhere. Well, and speaking of sports venues, uh, baseball is yep. back. Yeah. Back? Well, not, not for the Orioles and Nats, but you know, it's, uh, you know, so I guess, I guess things are, I guess things are back to normal. <laughs> playing they're they're back for us anyways sitting in the seats um i'm actually going to a game on saturday i'm so stoked to see a full stadium and uh kind of just get back in in the groove there so yeah i'll I'll be curious as how full it is now that you know things are really loosening up i know they could go back to full full capacity but a lot of people were were tough i know minor leagues have started up again i know the Bowie bay Sox are going as well and uh i'm i haven't seen one of the games i haven't seen baseball in two years it seems so it's it's uh i I agree with you i can't wait to get back into the stands and see whether it's minor league or major league that'd be great i will take a pano picture for you john and send it your way i may hold you to that so where's every where is everybody as we wrap up where's everybody on the fourth what are y'all what are you doing i'm going to be doing probably like the annapolis thing and trying to see if i can get some parade pictures and some fun down on West Street and Main Street and everything else in the fireworks, of course. And, and what I do is I try to always get good fireworks pictures and I end up screwing it up because I don't know how to do it. But it makes me feel good. You know, that's that's about it. What, do you, what are you guys doing? Well, I'll be back at the ballpark, actually, for our Folds of Honor check presentation on July 3rd. So that'll be exciting again. How come you guys never present checks to me? How come <laughs> oh, I was going to say, we, well, we are doing the Folds of Honor presentation with with Navy uh, football come this fall for our, our captive recipient. Um, I don't know, John, what kind of check would you like? The bigger, the better to be fine. I, I, no, nobody's ever given me one of those giant, like four foot wide checks, you know? <laughs> well, next time we, we, uh, yeah, wrap up, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll give you a big check. 
<laughs> you take that to the bank and cash it. That's that's uh, that's fine. Yeah, I can't wait. You mentioned Navy football. I can't wait till Navy football starts up again in the fall. Uh, last year it was there, but it was just it it was the season that wasn't, even though it was. And yeah, um, there, Chet sent out an email. Football is back um, this week, and uh, beer in the stadium. So we're we're ready for that. And, whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Back up. What's that? I believe there's going to be beverages available in the stadium. You know, I have been harping on that for years, saying that that's that's a huge be a huge thing. If that oh that fantastic move, good job. One day at a time. So we'll we'll see how things unfold. Um, but I think I'm going to be on the banks of the Chesapeake Bay watching the fireworks for the first time ever this year. So that's I'm awesome. excited for that. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Bill, you're yeah. you're in Northern Virginia, right? I am. So what are you going to be doing? You watch the DC fireworks. They're supposed to be pretty spectacular. I usually stay, you know, I'm pretty much a homebody these days. I'll probably be cooking something on, on the, the big green egg and just hanging out and then watching other people play with, play with fire. I will say though, that the big checks nowadays, with mobile deposit, John, not a big deal. The only problem is your hand looks very small, small. on the back of the check. You have to that write it really true. big. Okay. <laughs> Although that account number might just not, might not be printed on there. So I still don't think it'll be cash. I'm on the second floor. <laughs> that is great. Oh, that just made my day. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. All right, Lauren, what are you doing? Are you going to just out play with your horses for fourth? <laughs> No, not exactly a uh, play with horses kind of holiday. Fireworks and horses don't mix so well. So we'll probably have some people over here and be on the grill and enjoying some Budweiser and, you know, just having a good time. All right. Now, now here's a curious question. I don't know about all of you guys. What kind of uh, grill type people? Bill, you said you're in a green egg. So what go- what goes in that green egg? Oh, my God. So I do when I do it, I, I set up camp because it's a pain to, for me to get it started. So what I do is I grill so much that I save a lot of it. So I'll do a brisket, I'll do ribs, I'll do I'll do like a pork shoulder, I'll do like five or six different things at once. I'll let everything cool down, and then when everything's done, then I vacuum seal it and put it in the fridge and, and go from there. So yeah, I'll the eat some then and then eat some later. So you're doing you're doing like major major meats on the grill. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I mean I'm I'm kind of like a, a hot dog hamburger. Kind of a guy with uh, on special occasions I'll throw a fillet on, but not not too much more than that. Oh no, I go crazy! I got the hickory wood. I do it all. I mean, it's you know, it's Rob. Rob just got a pit boss, so he oh, does yeah. pellets now, and I have to say, good stuff. The Suddler's Meat Locker meats on that <laughs> pit boss. Good stuff. There's yeah. a, got. There's a friend of mine that just got, and I don't know the name. It's fairly a Vogue grill. That's I mean, look, also look pellets. Can you see this? Pig? Yeah, it's a Traeger. It's a Traeger. Yes, 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 yes. Traeger. Yeah, and and yeah. He, he loves it. I mean, he's smoking absolutely everything, uh, and and it, it's just fantastic. I'll tell you, the only difference between like a normal smoker and an egg or like a Kamado, they're called a Kamado style, is that the way that it works is that it re- kind of circulates itself. So you have you would have to be really trying to mess up your barbecue to overcook something in an egg the way that it works it's pretty awesome so that's the only thing i would say about it otherwise it's overpriced 
And if you do get an egg, if anyone ever uses an egg, you got to make sure to get that one thing. It's called an egg uh, converter or whatever it is. But basically what it does, it, it makes it where it's not direct heat. So it basically takes the heat source out and makes it like a, re- a convection oven. Okay, very cool. Yeah. So what's on your grill, Lauren? Are you we a- do a little bit of everything. We, you know, the hot dogs and hamburgers. But one of the, the uh, things I learned from my dad years ago was like a beer butt chicken. So we do a lot of those. We put the little chicken on the rack day. and yeah. stick the beer up. Yeah, that's yeah, we, stuff. we do a lot of that. Up the bottoms, behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a lot of that. We'll do some steaks. We do a little bit of everything. And we live near my parents. And my parents have, uh, my dad's got a, a ridiculous smoker that he basically spends his entire summer attached to. So um, I'm sure there'll be some things coming from, from them too. So it should be interesting. Corn on the grill, that's hard to beat. Yeah, I I don't do that. I love it, but I don't do that. I'm afraid I I'm afraid I screw it up. Corn on it's the hard grill. Hard to screw up, John. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you yeah. could figure it out. It's pretty hard to screw up. John, at the end of the day, it turns into popcorn. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, what's that's true. the worst that happens? Yeah. You end up with movie theater popcorn on your grill. True, true, true. So, all right. Well, we are going to wrap it up, but uh, have a great fourth if we don't see each other prior to then. Hopefully, I will see you around before then. Uh, and if not, I guess the next definite time that we may get together will be the Let's Go Fest on the 16th and the 17th up at the fairgrounds. Um, and probably we'll be doing this again in July prior to that. So, have a great weekend. Have a great Father's Day. If uh, are you, no, there's no fathers there, are there? No, it's My just me. Rob's a dad. Yeah, Papa Rob. Yeah, I know, but he's not here. He's, he, we, nobody knows who Rob is. I mean, I know who Rob is, and Cassie, and we all know who Rob is, but... Bless nobody, his heart. He says the same thing. Nobody knows who nobody, no, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> Guys, have a wonderful 4th of July, and we will catch up with you next time. Sounds awesome. great. Thanks, John. Happy Thanks, John. This Eye in Annapolis bonus podcast has been brought to you by Ketsif Brothers, the area's largest beer distributor. Please check them out at thegreatestbeers.com. Oh, and don't forget to check out ionanapolis.net for all your local news, opinions, and events.